1: glad to have you guys back on the Tip of the Tower podcast. It's been about five since five games since we last recorded when we had uh, Chris Johnson on the podcast which, still uh, thinking back, was just unreal.
2: Yeah, he is what I aspire to be. He is my spirit animal. I love him.
1: And Chris Johnson will never come back on the podcast because I think he <laughs> lost it.
2: Um, we still can't
1: find Richard Lee Sam, unfortunately. He's... Yeah, uh, Twitter fingers. That's all I have to say. Well, I mean, we can find them on Twitter. We just can't find yeah, a
2: person. Yeah, add our lease, Sam. Make sure you let them know we're missing. Um, but the last time we
1: talked, five games the Leafs have played, we have seen good, we've seen bad, and we've seen ugly. Mm. Most recently, it's been good. So to put it in perspective, we the last time we, uh, we chatted, it was the game against Philly. Yeah. Which a lot happened. A lot happened, and yeah. should not have happened. Yeah. I'm not going to skim through the last three games because...
2: Well, the, the biggest thing that came out of it was Morgan Riley was lost with that upper body injury. That was the biggest takeaway from that Philly game other than... Um, I don't even remember League. really, yeah. I don't really remember what happened in that Philly game other than another OT loss. Well, that was uh, what their fourth straight well, OT loss?
1: Well, when well, you landed to the... Yeah, that was just the where they had the string of OT wins and losses yeah. that they couldn't get out of. Then, yeah, Ottawa, they had the big comeback in the third period, which <laughs> yeah, they should did. never have happened in the first place.
2: They shouldn't have had to come back. That was no. dumb.
1: But they dominated that. They sh- That was a game that they should have dominated throughout, but they dominated the third. And that's... Good for Craig
2: Anderson. Yep. Yeah. Turns well, the season around every time he plays the Leafs.
1: Yeah, that one I don't think Anderson
2: Well, for a long play. while it looked like he was going to do the same thing he did the last time we played them. Yeah the Senators, was he was going to steal that game for them. They were going to come out with maybe one goal ahead. and it, And Leaf fans would be really upset saying, this is a guy that's been at the bottom half of the league for stats. And he shows up against us every game. The Leafs squeak a couple past him, and we're obviously talking about a different story than we thought we would be. Yep, and then uh,
1: we had the Colorado game, which... Tire fire. Has its... Um, it had its... Uh, Talking points for a for a good read, like you know, when it comes to I'm gonna bring it up now because the next two Goal interference is a has, has now become probably the hottest topic in the NHL, and it's a shame. Yeah. It's a shame. Like you, you don't want to talk about goal interference. You're
2: just kind of forced to. You are. They've be- made it impossible for us not to talk about it.
1: Yeah. So okay, the Colorado game. Everybody knows Matthew's goal. A lot of people said it should have been a goal. Kloin Campbell, I heard him on Hockey Central, went, nope, that that shouldn't have been a goal. But then the Anderson should have been a goal because because Roman Polak apparently shoved Inisimov on Anderson. Which I
2: mean, there's an argument to be made that he shoved him, but he sort of touches him in the back, and then he stays up, and then he falls. Like, there's an error of time. Where if he shoves you, you're not staying up on your feet for that half second. So I don't. Regardless, he also high sticked Anderson underneath the mask. He got a stick right underneath his chin. Yeah, didn't and rattled his mask, and that didn't get anything. That's that's what was more upsetting to me was that.
1: Okay, before we, we before we even go forward of uh, discussing the these calls, do you know what goalie interference is? How would you define? You're, get, you're understanding what goaltender interference is, even if you don't understand the NHL's way of... When it. When
2: I see it on TV, the only thing I think of is, did the player allow the goalie to make the save? Was the goalie able to attempt to make a shot, to get a shot at the puck?
1: So what you're saying is, did the player... That's the very
2: bare-bones way that I look at it you when look I'm looking at the, a goal.
1: You look at the word
2: interfere,
1: did... And I take it for what it is. Did the... Did it impede his progress
2: to make a play?
1: I, in Anderson's case, you could say yes. He probably... Maybe he could have made the save. Yeah. But goalies now... and I, the,
2: the one on Bernier, I don't get it. Yeah, that one I don't the, get it. P- the puck's in behind him.
1: That and... Did he try? Like, I'm i, I, I feeling like no, some he goalies... he did not look like he tried. <laughs> some goalies... I, I feel like the NHL needs to get it to a point where goalies... Or it's at The NHL is at a point right now where goalies are not trying.
2: You, well, they, the funny, they, they the funny thing con, is... I, and I'm gonna, just yeah. before
1: you get there, I'm, the reason why I say it is because I feel like as soon as contact is made, goalies don't try to make the save yeah. so that it gives the illusion that they can't make the save. But I think go, more goalies would get the benefit of the doubt of trying to make the save And if they really can't make the save and it's obvious, because I don't think it's obvious for the refs right now. No. And that could be the problem. Maybe the problem is not the rule. Maybe it's just the refs are not getting a clear enough indication of
2: are are the goalies able to make that save? Because that's what they're looking for. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know. The thing thing that also bothers me, which is what I was going to jump in with, is Bernier... You see with these cases that a lot of the goalies are throwing their arms up and they're they're livid. Bernier made no no case to the referee.
1: I actually thought Bernier did right did as he? the goal was scored. I thought he I saw
2: was the control. overhead it kind of just looks like he goes okay and he gets up and he moves on. Yeah. Um I don't know, but regardless, it's a goal or it's not a goal, excuse me. I'm thinking of this yeah, is now.
1: This is my second problem with this whole goal interference thing. I don't okay, even,
2: I don't even know if it's goal. Or I can't even tell you what. So,
1: the NHL. There's been so many misses. Has yeah, the NHL has this now video review. A coach can challenge the call on the ice for goal interference. Goes to the situation room where they talk. Who has the final say? The pl- person that made the original call.
2: Yep. It's not. It's not Toronto. That gets the say.
1: <laughs> this is where I, I'm going to bring Edmonton up in this scenario, because yeah, Toronto is not Dr- get, does not get the final say because, as a rule state, the referee still makes that call. Now, in the NFL, when it comes to challenges, they have to have enough evidence to overturn the original call.
2: Yeah.
1: It's not that the ref has the final say. Can the Challenge or the video review determine whether the ref's call was right or wrong. In this case, it could the ref could be completely wrong, but it's still his call in the end. Yep. The NHL video review will probably persuade or try to tell him. You may not wanna that. That doesn't look right to us. Don't don't call that. And I don't I I don't like that because what's the point of review if the ref still has the say in the
2: end. There's now, still human error involved. There is, Oh, but,
1: but yeah, who's who's reviewing? It's not a robot reviewing. It's no, still a well, human.
2: again, if it, even if it was in Toronto, there would still possibly be human error. Yeah, but they're also looking at it on a full monitor, not an iPad. That too. Now this brings me to the Edmonton one because we like, all know. That... I I don't want to bring it back to real quick. Um, lacrosse. I, I'll bring it in because they do video review challenges in lacrosse. They have a full monitor that they bring up in the penalty box, like um, I don't know, a thirty-inch computer monitor that they have just sitting on its on its screen okay. so it's not in anybody's way in the penalty box but the ref can go in watch on a full monitor and see the call yeah like the, would that not be the nhl has the has the funds there's no doubt about that if, no, the, yeah. if the nlo can do it
1: look the nfl who who sponsors it in the nfl microsoft yes it's it's it's, it's sponsored by a technolo- technology company you tell me. Whoever I think LG you is can't, a, has you been sponsored. Spon- you can't
2: spare a monitor in that in any of those barns. I'm sure they have. Well, what a do lot. you think, What do you think the coaches are watching on the bench? Mike Babcock probably has a big. He has those big he monitors is, on the he back. He looks down at him because yeah. it's
1: right there at his feet. Yeah. So, and I don't know. Okay, now I'm going to bring the Edmonton up. I want to bring it up because, yeah, what did the ref say when he made that call? He didn't say the call on the ice is is a no goal. The situation from in Toronto has deemed it a no
2: goal. See, that, I I don't that uh, blows if, my mind. If any of the fans in Edmonton, they're probably gonna hate me, but I don't think that was a goal. They won regardless, so it's not like it mattered. It didn't they, matter. They won, right? I didn't catch. The I, I still yeah. think There's McDavid in the shootout.
1: I think we're getting into this part where, well, it looks it does, yeah. Did, Doug, did Doug McLean be- was
2: on today uh, yeah. on Sportsnet, and he, he made a very good point, is that the the idea for that goal is with goal interference is McDavid's st- uh, skate caught... Uh, who was it? Riddich in that? Yeah. Uh, caught Riddich's pad and didn't allow him to push back the other way because he had been moved. Well, I thought it way. was the stick, but maybe it was the I think it's I think it might have been his. It, either or. But regardless, his... Like, he was going in one... It pushed him in one direction... When he wanted to go in the other direction. Yeah, when he was trying to go back towards the puck. Yeah. Which is the rationale. Which is fine.
1: But, you know, it's at okay. the same
2: time, if he pushes over, is there a chance that Schropp still just... still is not able to get that to go in? And, and listen, Edmonton's been... They'll, they'll tell you. They've been screwed over just as much as we, the Leafs have in the last year when it comes to goal interference. And I'd say probably in a more high-leverage situation with Kessler and Talbot last year. So... Like, but, I mean, the Leafs have had their fair share this year. I mean, Jonathan Quick, remember that in the home game? Yeah, let's... Who was that? <laughs> uh, Marner Marner had the puck. I forget who and clipped him. And it, was it Matt Quick, Martin that, that I don't clipped? think so. I think it was one of Van Riemskake or Bozak. But it could have been. Oh, no, actually, yeah, it might have been. Because that was a time where... Yeah, fourth line time. I forgot about line. that. Yeah. Um, and Marner held the puck to make sure Quick could get back into position. And then he challenged the shot. And Marner put it in after he challenged it and it was called off. So it's it's a real fine line right now and it's making a lot of people upset. Yeah.
1: Especially like Babcock. Like when when I when I went <laughs> to practice last week No, sorry. What am I saying? <laughs> I, I'm so off on my days. This like, week, David. This past week on yeah. Tuesday. they asked I uh, wasn't even there and I know you were there this week. Exactly. Come um on. I was who was it that asked that question? Was it? It was Mark Masters that asked that question. Mark,
2: Mark Masters has been on the goalie interference train all week because he asked about it after the Dallas game yesterday. Yeah, so. And the Chicago man. And he's just like,
1: yeah, don't know. Yeah.
2: He, what, he's the guy. And he's just like, what do you think? And I'm just like, if I'm like,
1: I'm, I'm not saying anything. I
2: mean, we, we covered the Leaf preseason game, the both of us, and he was the one that was asking about the faceoff infractions, the first game that Babcock. So if, there, like, if there's a rule thing that that's like borderline is like the one that isn't,
1: isn't good friends with the referees anymore. Mm, shocker. You you wonder if reputation plays into this at all? Um yeah, so I'm look at this point it hasn't cost it cost a leave Did it cost in that Colorado game? I don't think so. Because no, because they
2: Matthews scored, scored like literally 30 seconds later.
1: Right. At, yeah, mm-hmm. it's, the next shift he was on the ice he scored. So when it, when it, in Edmonton's case if they lost that game it would have blown up it blew up because Connor it, McDavid yeah, also it still blew up gestured to the refs which and so did Austin I, Matthews yeah. which a lot of people said if uh, there was a big difference between McDavid and Matthews M- Matthews was in the moment going good goal but he didn't tell the refs yeah, but... he didn't mock the refs saying you want to go upstairs you want to go upstairs now i don't blame McDavid i thought that's He's fully within his right. If the refs are allowed to, I mean, you've ever listened to refs mic'd up? Yeah. They they swear, they do whatever, they they say whatever they want to the players. Mm-hmm. If a player has a problem with a call and he's like, and he does something like what McDavid did, I've got no problem with that.
2: Yeah, it's fine. I mean, as, as long as you're not doing something that's threatening a ref's safety or something like that.
1: Yeah, if you're not putting your hands on the ref, if yeah. you're not being abusive, that's, as long as anyways, you don't take it to that, when yeah, you talk to them might as well, if you don't threaten yeah. them or anything, if you say like what McDavid did, you want to go upstairs and review that one too. And now, he's in that busting case, busting his balls. In that case, too, it's like well, also coaches' challenge have also been a problem, Connor. So it's not just the refs. Sometimes the refs don't want to review these things. Yeah, that's what happens when you give coaches the coaches' challenge. So I'm I'm interested in seeing how the NHL. Tries to solve this problem because it's a problem. It's to the point where the last week it's been magnified, yeah. and when something is magnified like that, usually you don't want it to become a bigger problem. But guess
2: what, NHL, you got a problem now. And there's also another one that happened with the In, Penguins. AJ minute So that one yeah. was his stick got knocked away, and yeah, but, there's uh, there's uh, a
1: boost, boost over apologize for that one though yeah he said the rest were right he was just pissed because yeah. his team was getting smacked yeah and then when you score a goal and you're like oh maybe there's a chance and then something like that happens it, it doesn't i've, I've seen
2: both there. arguments with that goal it's like how how the hell could this affect his save and there's other people that don't mind it very few people like a lot of people were more on the what what the hell is this yeah, everyone's going to have a He's disagreement not, with the call. that That puck went high glove or high blocker. He's not going to swing his stick up and save it high blocker. Sure. So it has no effect on whether or not he can make a save. But whatever. Yeah, we're what not.
1: I, I'm i done with this discussion of low-time interference just because yeah, I hate it. Well, the, you, you, you hate t- it, but it's something you, you, you have to talk you about. You
2: touched on Colin Campbell. I mean, he said... Um, uh, CJ was on, on 590 again this morning. And Colin Campbell, he said that Colin... Uh, said this would be probably discussed first at the GM meetings in March.
1: should be discussed this weekend, too. It should
2: be, but they said and more it, likely. Well, I mean,
1: Gary Bettman's going to get asked about it, too. Oh yeah,
2: Absolutely. There's no tiptoeing around at Gary. Austin Matthews was on... Sorry, I, I was at work today, so I listened to a lot of 590. Well, I cut his Aust- Austin Matthews was on 590 today, and he was asked about it two or three times. So, it's not going to go away. Which some uh, people were not happy about, but... It's yeah. the big topic
1: right now. So mm-hmm. that, all right, let's talk about Austin Matthews and the Leafs because the those last two games, not as much to complain about. You win beautiful. Into, the last time they won in Chicago was a long time ago. When the Lume Homes.
2: scored the last time they won in Chicago. Oh
1: boy! But now. Mm. The Blackhawks were terrible in those times. Those games were not even on TV, I don't think.
2: No, they, they didn't televise them because they were so bad.
1: No, that was not why. Oh. The owner wanted people in the seats. Now, okay, maybe it changed a little bit. Maybe they, maybe they they did. I, I can't remember when that rule was changed where the Blackhawks finally got back on TV. Yeah.
2: That's
1: why you also lost a generation of Blackhawks fans. Whew, yeah. But now that's not a problem with uh, the way the things were going, but... I am surprised with how things are going in Chicago, and I, when I see, I'm not as good of a as good of a story as Jeff Glass is. You can kind of see where Chicago has gone off the rails a little bit because Corey Crawford makes that team different. Yeah, I mean, but that's just loyalty has been put in the wrong place there. Like Marion Hosta not being there, it's,
2: it's changed, changed a lot. It's changed a lot. The Brandon Saw trade and for Artemi Panera, and that probably pissed a lot of people off. I, I looked at it weird. I, Stan Bowman is sort of like Dean Lombardi in a way. Yep. Yeah, where yeah. they're in those go-for-it years, and you do whatever you need to do to but get as many But the Blackhawks
1: have been able to stay competitive because they've also been able to draft well.
2: Yes, and they, they have drafted well. I mean, Nick Schmaltz is playing for their team, Ryan Hartman, uh, uh, Alex Debranket de had a hat trick last night. Uh, there's a couple of D-men that are... Like is uh, I don't know if Osterley's is a draft pick, but he's been very good for them.
1: He's a young. Okay, let's say they've been. Connor, like Connor Murphy
2: but... was from Arizona. He came over in yeah. the, the Johnerson trade, which is another piece
1: yeah, I didn't, that they gave away. I didn't understand what the Blackhawks are trying to do there. I know I don't they're know. trying to offload a little salary, but.
2: Yeah, it's because that Keith and Seabrook contracts are really starting to hurt them. Keith,
0: and
1: Keith, that the was Keith's a, contract is probably the best one on the Yeah, team. well, no, for it sure. Takes contracts is what hurt hurting. Yeah, them. let's be real. Yeah, good. fair enough. He's won two Stanley Cups, but he's not worth $10.5 million.
2: No. That's kind of like the, the while you're paying, what is it, 8 right. or $9 million for Parise right now? If, yeah, what eight was it at the time? I forget. It was a record at the time. Well, it was, but he's just come back. He has was, one point since coming back from his was, injury like it was a month before
1: ago. Before those, uh, the eight-year maximum term was yeah. uh, Dishdale, which I never agreed to giving players like Parise, who I didn't really consider... It's because he was so from Minnesota,
2: so? and he was the top free agent. It, it brought look, it was namesake. They,
1: him and Ryan Suter, like, yep. you bring them both there. That's what they were trying to do with those Brian deals. Ryan Suter's still really good. Yeah, uh, Prise
2: has has this back issue that he's been dealing with. Exactly,
1: and Suter just plays a lot of minutes.
2: The Central is Nashville and Winnipeg's for the taking, and Vegas. No, Vegas is in, no, Pacific. in the Pacific. No, um, Pacific. Yeah, and... Mm. Boy... Vegas, <laughs> them's them's guys. Yeah, but let's
1: let's keep this. Blackhawks.
2: Well, the the thing is, it's the go for it years. I mean, this is exactly the downhill that everyone's been predicting since. Yeah, like it, even the last cup, the Blackhawks won. I don't know that anyone predicted not, that like,
1: they're not the New England Patriots, where you can
2: they're ageless whatever. wonder because yeah. you can't find those hidden gems. You can, but
1: it's it's a lot harder.
2: Yeah. I'll, there's, there's the scouting is so good in hockey and over in Europe and.
1: There's only so if, much young players can do for your team. The less the thing. Yeah. Like you're not gonna always find an Artemi Pernarin for nothing, well, but then what, have to um, pay him.
2: Was it a couple? When was? Did LA miss the playoffs last year? Yes, they did. I don't know if it was last year or one of the years that they got bounced very early in the first round. And somebody tweeted out, and this was a while back, so forgive me. Uh, the draft picks that Dean Lombardi had to work with because they were... And he had traded so many away to acquire all these assets that he had, well, I think... he also uh,
1: didn't have anything to work with on the salary cap yeah. because he paid... Oh, absolutely. We got um, Mike Richards. He didn't buy him out when he should have. No, Marion Gabrick. Dustin Brown wasn't working out, and he's... credited him, he's yeah, been better for this him. season, but... Um, Marion Gabrick was... You even like I think they're paying what
2: Alec Martinez like four million four and a half somewhere around there he's but he's got his ups bad.
1: and downs but yeah he's not worth
2: Jake it. Muzzin's making like six million isn't he he's making you're asking me about he got contracts
1: paid. on teams that are not Drew, I don't Drew really Doughty makes that. a lot that's all I know and Jonathan Quick makes a ton Yeah, Jonathan
2: yeah. Quick makes what seven or eight I would think
1: the least fans are going to be keeping their eye on uh, Drew Doughty but
2: um, I'm skeptical on him but still but the year that they miss uh, they had like a second a fifth and a seventh so it's those little trades that you start to lose that prospect capital that you can build towards in the future because you, you're giving away guys that you, you really don't know.
1: Yeah, and I think that's why the regime changed
2: yeah. with Rob Blake there now. So And, well, I mean, you look at the Leafs and Tampa as well, very much so, Tampa more so than the Leafs. Tampa mm-hmm. has probably the best system in hockey. Look yeah. at the World Juniors last year, look at the World Juniors this year, it's pretty much all Tampa. Yeah. It's because... You have to be able. I don't want to take an inadvertent shot at Edmonton here, but that's why Edmonton was hurting for so long. They had all these first overall picks, but past you have to hit past the first two rounds.
1: Yeah, the covers are bare. You have right? to. Well, they're bare. That's barred. the thing is they were compared to what other teams have. They should be a lot further along considering they the just, years they've
2: had. They had a really bad streak where they couldn't hit on any of their late round prospects, and you need those guys. Those. Those Dadzooks, those Zetterbergs, oh. those—I uh, mean, oh, Detroit's you know, a Sterlings example. I mean,
1: <laughs> you don't—you don't need to have a desperate but
2: you need like, you need guys that you can pick past the first round that can come in and contribute. You need, t- take the least for example. You have a Connor Brown who came in and had 20 goals last year. He's a sixth-round pick. You have Andreas Johnson who was a seventh-round pick who looks like he can be an NHL contributor. Was he a seventh? I believe so, or a sixth. He
1: was—I know he was late. Maybe he yeah. was a seventh. I'm. Um, Johnson, I know, was a late pick, so we can just keep it at that. Yeah,
2: and, but like that's that's the thing: is the Blackhawks good? They're hitting with their first and second picks, which is good, but they need to be these. They need to pick smart in the fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh rounds. Yeah. Actually, the first three rounds, you can find guys that will grow into something. It's what you do with those later picks that yeah. really test and, your scouting department. And
1: Leafs fans, that's why you should be looking at what an Andreas Jansen.
2: Even the Leafs, like I, they're not as deep. For good reason.
1: They're not as deep on, the wing,
2: they on, the, on Saturday. They're best, deep on their the Their best wing. three prospects are in the NHL. Yeah, but they would have But the best... that's what happens when you have a rebuild. Yeah, exactly. But they that's what I'm saying is they're not deep because they've brought all their best prospects up. But you wait a couple of years, you're gonna see those prospects continue to rise. Yep. Yeah. Well, I think after after this next draft with the Leafs, I think you'll see it get a little bit better because a uh, lot of. But that's
1: also why. Okay, by the way, Janssen was a seventh round pick. But that's why you're going or one for Austin. You're gonna. That's why you're gonna see. People are saying trade. I, I I've. I, I will I say I've been guilty on trading a first round pick if you can get that top four defenseman. But the way I think of it now, those first round picks can hit for you in yeah. 2 to 3 years while that guy you may be trading that first round pick for may not be there after the 2 yeah.
2: years. Well, and, some somebody was tweeting out today. I saw I follow excuse me, I follow a couple Canucks aggregator... Things. Yeah And there's is a lot all, of noise about I mean, Tanev Tanev And somebody was saying Lilligran and a first Is the price Yeah give me a break No thanks
1: That's, that's just a
2: guy I'll take my me. chances With Roman Pollock.
1: And well, that's how I not, work Roman Polak yeah, into the conversation, Let's, not, let's David, not go that far.
2: I know. We, we, I right said before that, the podcast, David I, thought I could not work Roman Polak into a conversation. No, I said there would are. be...
1: No, 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 no. I said there'd be no reason to bring up Roman Polak. But you There's always that.
2: a reason to bring up Roman Polak. Um, I'll take my chances with him and Borgman and Carrick, is what I'm trying to say. Yes. I, I, as shady as the Leafs' defense we, is, I'm not mortgaging the future to bring in a temporary fix. Okay. Because I don't... You're not going to have money for him. Well, let me have money from. You're paying Zaitsev for the next seven years. Yeah. Uh, Riley. Riley just signed. Yeah, Riley. Gardner's Gardner's up next year. He's, He's gone.
1: Like, I'm I'm convinced Jake Gardner is not going to be a Leaf after yeah. next season. That's fair. Because the, no, it's not because I don't think the Leafs want him. Because yeah. Babcock has proven that he likes Gardner.
2: You're you're. How, what are you going to pay him? Hmm. And how are you Roman gonna... Roman Polak's getting a six-year extension, so. <laughs> Get ready.
1: Um, Look at six you.
2: times six.
1: To... Um, no, the, the only reason why only I say thing. that with Gardner, um, yeah. God damn, you're back who keeps logging, uh, sleeping. I
2: could, well, I could fix it, but then oh, I have yeah. to stop the, the lovely broadcast we're doing. No, around. do not.
1: Sorry, this is, my computer took ten minutes to load because I didn't update. So now okay, we, now we're using my. If Steve Dangle is somehow it. listening, no, it didn't break my computer but it didn't I'm, help I'm it. using the
2: Apple product, and it's fully functional. Steve, shout out to you. Um,
1: if you haven't listened to
2: Steve's I've been. Brand, I've actually been putting off the update from Apple for if you haven't, like a week
1: now. Now, we we listen to the Steve's Dangle podcast a lot, and if you haven't listened to Steve's uh, latest tyrant on how Apple broke his phone, just listen to that one area. Maybe I'll, I, I'll uh, put the link of it into here. I
2: forget what loss it was, and I'm I'll stop talking about Steve because... Well, I'm sure he's uh, I'm sure he's seething at us talking about his broken phone, but um, I've one of the losses he tweeted at the Leafs or they broke my hockey team or something along those lines. I just tweet, was... I tweeted him back and just said, boy, you have a lot of broken stuff nowadays.
1: Was it the Senators? Was it the Sens game? I think it was no, that, or no. the game before the Sens game? I think it the was Flyers. I'm talking about no, no but I'm talking oh, no. about it was one of the OT losses. Regardless, the one in, at home because they played the Senators. Yeah. Play. or it could have been the Flyers game. I don't know. Um. All right. So, yeah. I'm, and, you know, you just got, you just took out your – sorry. I'm going to try to speak proper English right now. Words. Your latest draft prospect ranking yeah. came out. So, if you haven't looked, again, I'm going to put the link to that in the mm. description. Uh, but your latest – It's never too early for draft stuff. No. On I'm, I'm the well, contrary to what some people have been saying in the comments, which you shouldn't be reading well, sometimes. But. Hold
2: on. They are not – they have not bashed me. No, but they are just—they were—they were arguing about where the Leafs would be drafting. Okay, which is fine. This That's, is fine. Nobody knows where the Leafs are drafting. I, I have a high regard on where the Leafs can go in the playoffs, but who knows?
1: Yeah, um, but no. Seeing what you are—now, tw- this is the this is the other thing. Okay, look, Lilligren—he was a good pick, but you're not always going to get those guys. But you're still going to get like you look at Team Canada. People people there. bash. Team Canada because it didn't have the uh...
2: there's a couple guys that are sorry to cut you off go ahead there's a couple guys that are like Timothy Lilligren, not as highly ranked but guys that were very highly regarded coming into the year that are slipping because either because other guys are outperforming them or just because they're having rough seasons
1: yeah. and now the reason why I brought up Team Canada is because people thought Team Canada had no chance yeah. no chance of winning the World Juniors because you look at Sweden, I certainly didn't. And you looked at yeah. fin- you looked at Finland. Hi, in- I saw
2: that tweet before Sweden can't showing their their starting five. What was it uh, Anderson, Nylander, Pedersen, Lilligren, and Dahlén? I was like, just give them the gold. But it's over. But Canada depth. had the depth. Again, is that
1: Pucks always going to? Is that always? You know, coaching was a big thing. Goaltending was a was a big thing too. That's why the Leafs do not need to draft. A top end
2: center, they have. It'd be nice. It would be nice. <laughs> I mean, they could go there. I I've said to you in our in our little chats and our, yeah. our chats with a couple buddies that there's two ways I can see the Leafs going with this pick, and it's a center to replenish what they've lost because right now, well, a loss they never had. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I mean, Matthews, and Martin are all centers technically.
1: Yeah, um, technically. Technically, when they play um, juniors or...
2: Yeah, but... Before that. Uh, their best... I, unless I'm forgetting somebody, their best prospect at center right now is Adam Brooks. It is. Because Jeremy Bracco's been unless transferred into a winger. Unless you're considering Mira Altanen a prospect. Not really. If we've signed him as a free agent, I don't really consider him a prospect. Like, Borgman for He's on an entry level. But Yeah. he's free, he's what the... the I consider prospects... That are coming up through the minors, like just starting in the minors, are drafted. Yeah, then they it's like, like, I don't cons- they didn't play pro hockey before. Yeah, they I got don't consider either. Andreas Johnson a prospect because he's like 24, 25 ish now. Yeah, he's been I mean, in this the system for a while, so there's like um, there's a certain cutoff. Yeah, so when
1: what I mean by Did, I, did, Caleb, my,
2: did my thing just crack, just no 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 you're good
1: okay um but the, no the reason why I bring up okay yes it would it be nice if the Leafs had a High end center that they There's got. My in there. There's my draft, draft
2: thing. Sorry, I've been looking for my my thing I wrote about the targets for the Leafs because I want to
1: yeah have a thing on it. So no,
2: because the reason why I bring that up is
1: yeah, would it be nice if the Leafs picked a guy that could end up being a two a number two center? That would be great. But I just want the Leafs to pick a guy that a good hockey sense because they kind of lack that in the center ice position, other than Matthews and Kadri, we'll say. Um, I would like a guy that has... I mean, Babcock is looking for a guy with good size, can skate, and just play smart hockey.
2: Is that possible to find? Based on what you've in this done draft? Your, in your draft rankings. Where the Leafs are picking, you're going to find a guy... Sorry. What was the last part of that? Cause I, I'm
1: i looking for a guy that's got size. I was reading the comments of what no. lovely people had is to say si- about that first is post. Is size
2: everything for me? Oh, no. sorry, size. Size would be nice because... Well, one of the guys I put in this that the Leafs can take a waiver on and I think has a lot of upside is Jack McBain. Uh, he's an Ontario Junior A prospect right now. Isn't he's... there another McBain out in... Out, uh, uh,
1: I feel there like there's is... another McBain somewhere. I've sounds seen. The like name it. sounds familiar. I'd have to look at the list.
2: I, the, it's like all the names I've watched, like initial highlights, but I haven't done like a deep dive. That's what this first post was, just like a basic what you should know, how was how he's doing his season and any information on the World Juniors and why they're rising and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, McBain didn't go to the World Juniors. He was at the World Under 18 Challenge. Okay. Or World Under 19 Challenge. I forget what it's called. Uh, playing for Canada, I believe he was on the winning team. Um, that beat I'd like to say either the US or Russia
1: it's usually one of them
2: too US unsweeted. I think um, and he's he looks good he's he's
1: 6'3 now okay when I mean by size I'm yeah. not talking about Brian you can, Boyle you, you, or can be like, you can be
2: like you can be 6'185 that's fine yeah that's a pretty good size for an NHL center nowadays yeah it is you just don't want to be 5'9", 160 coming into the league that's a bad idea no Um, but McBain, he's the thing about him is he's 6-3 but he's uh they really scouts really like his skating ability uh he's long he's rangy he's got a lot of skill and he thinks the game really well he Matthew. sounds like like a guy that can be like a top nine middle six kind of guy yeah. which is with matthews and Kadri which is presumably your two centers you don't need a star you need a guy that's not exactly a Frederick Gauthier where you bill him as the fourth line center of the future, but
1: You I would I wouldn't mind a guy that could step up and play a number two role, yeah. but if he's oh, yeah. at the three. He's I, I don't want a ceiling of three, I want a ceiling of yeah. two oh, yeah. with most likely playing you want a three. You want a top six ceiling, but you wouldn't mind if he plays This the sounds like line. this sounds like we're shopping at like Ikea. Hmm. I would like I would like this. But if I got this, I'm
2: okay. Oh, I'd be re- there's a there's a reference from Deadpool that I make all the time with my father and IKEA. I'm not gonna make it now, but don't search it if you know what I'm talking about. Um, there's no swearing. It's just okay. it's an inside joke. And it just made me think of it. Yeah. Now, okay.
1: We the draft. If they I, a, I can talk about the draft all day. The, yeah. They,
2: they we'll can also, they can gonna also gonna... go for a defenseman because they I don't they don't need a winger. They're they're if the one thing the Leafs are good at, they're extremely deep on the wings. And they made it deeper because Brocko was probably one of their top forward prospects, if not the top forward prospect, was converted into a right winger when he joined the Marlins. Well, people are
1: giving Kapanen that that role, which is fine.
2: It's Kapanen, another guy. It's like, if he's played in the NHL, I don't really count it. Yeah, but he's only played... Kapanen played, like, an entire playoff series, so I'm like, Yeah, he's not a prospect anymore. He's just played in the A.
1: But then he goes back to the NHL, and people are, like, Mm -hmm. ready to riot. Um... Actually, this this seg gives me a good segue out of the pro- draft. Yeah. As much as I like talking about the draft, we have to I have like, like saving a that. Draft. I like saving that for when the uh,
2: the draft is when the draft close. is close. <laughs>
1: yeah, when we know when the le- when we know it's when the least six months away. Yeah, can't believe that. Sick.
2: Well, five in a bit.
1: Yeah. So, captain
2: brings you, you me. Know what I, sorry to cut you off. No, I just realized the trade deadline's in a, a month exactly. Not even a. Is it a
1: exactly February twenty sixth? Okay. We're doing, we're recording this on January 26th, so exactly. Sorry, I just
2: looked over at your, your computer screen because that was the date. I was like, ah, oh, uh-huh. fun.
1: My computer, my computer, which is quick, is Words. dying, which I don't care because it it's, pissed d- me off. It's out. already dead to me. Pretty, pretty much. <laughs> um, As much as I like talking about the draft stuff, it gives me a good way in. We talked about Kapanen. Let's talk about Mike Babcock. Okay. <laughs> because... What do, you, what do you want to talk about? Um all right so everybody was complaining about the lines everybody like there okay there's some people who probably didn't give a flying crap about the lines there were a lot of people who had uh, had something to say about the lines i, I could i will admit <laughs> i had some problems with the way that the lines were working but now they work For Bab- now. now and For i was in, i was there when babcock changed the lines i Took I took a minute to be like, is he just doing this
2: to try and practice? Well, it sure looked like uh, the Chicago game in the first period. Yeah, he had he had Cap, or not captain and it with Kadri and Marlow in the first period after a couple. I, that of was
1: just to send a message, us. I
2: yeah, I thought.
1: But when he changed those lines and he, I was in the room when he talked about when he talked about why he's doing it. He he said, I looked back, I thought everything went well, and he realized. We're not spending enough time in the offensive zone. What was his what was his his decision? Not to move Mitch down to the fourth. Create a fourth line. Now I don't think he's high on Dominic Moore. No, I don't know. Um, but I feel like he but he has Komrov and Kapanen together who are good friends. Yep. They they are very fond of each other, especially Kapanen. He kinda sees they uh They are both finished? They're both Finnish. Well, well, born in Estonia. Komarov is the international man of mystery. That's my nickname for him. Um, But no, Babcock realized the fourth line was not being used the way a fourth line should be used. Six minutes a game, can't you can't do that in this NHL anymore, on the road especially. Because what are teams going to do? They're going to match against your fourth line. Gauthier. I will just say this I, about goat. No, nah. you look at it, like, people are like, yeah, he didn't look bad. This is where the stats can also tell. You, okay, he wasn't. Per- he was not establishing himself physically enough.
2: Yeah, for a six-five guy, you definitely he was. He was.
1: To... He was at times. He was soft.
2: Yeah. I mean, I don't, got, I don't guy... mean to bring nationality into it, but he's from Quebec. But he was, he, when his those, reputation. Those Quebec sweaters with their visors and they're going out of the corners. No, I don't know. Don't no,
1: That was not good. No, well. No, sorry. No. They can't all be winners, Dave. Um, no, but that was never Gautier's reputation in the Quebec League. He was that defensive-minded, to play against well, centerman.
2: He he could win faceoffs. That's what he was good at.
1: Yeah, but in that final minute of that World Junior game, everybody was just like, oh, my God, the Leafs. Gauthier might actually be something.
2: Yeah, because he's really good at defensive zone faceoffs and penalty yeah. killing, so which I, is why they tubbed him as a bottom six player.
1: I think that's where he needs to work on just using that those physical tools he has. Babcock likes his size. He just doesn't like how he uses it, and it's fair. It's fair. Uh, but he's also he can skate 20... now, 22. Twenty two, yeah, because Riley's twenty three and he was picked the year after Riley. Um, yeah, I think I, I I feel like maybe if he's not established by next year, I don't know what the future will hold from.
2: I mean, the good thing about the the pick of Gauthier because I'm just looking at who you always look at who was drafted after him if the guy it was, doesn't exactly work. Does there not. was nothing really behind him that like.
1: It's in terms of center because that's what the Leafs were looking for. No,
2: like it's they're all guys that would also be bottom six guys. I'm not. Burakovsky was picked. There. Madison Bowie and Arturi Lekkinen are the only two guys that stick. Wasn't
1: it. Artur, uh, Wasn't uh, uh, Burakovsky picked after? Burakovsky was, but he hasn't been lighting the world on fire
2: with with he's Washington. Been, he's not been. He hasn't been bad, but no, he, he just doesn't. He doesn't. He, does, as he much doesn't. like him. He, yeah. he's he flies. He's a great skater.
1: Yeah. Um, uh, Shay
2: Theodore, but like Michael McCarran was the next center picked after him, so yeah, he's still in the age. Well, that's
1: also a Montreal pick, and they don't know. Talk about another team.
2: I, I, Talk about a size pick. Let,
1: let's let's not get into Montreal either, because mm. I I don't want my
2: brain to hurt. Um, well, I, I had to write on them. I had to write on Michael McCarran a bit for prospect rankings for uh, the winning habit, and he's uh, he's interesting for sure. They they don't really know what they have with him. The you, can't, you can't seem to Munchell
1: doesn't really know what they have right now to stick. work with. So I don't know. Let's go there. Um, but no, The reason why I brought.
2: Oh, Anthony Mantle was taking one pick before Goatee.
1: Oh, that's true. Rough. I remember that. I think that's the guy the least wanted. Oh, Kirby Breichel was taking two picks before. <laughs>
2: Anyhow. It's always great to look back at those picks. Yeah, but... no, it is. It's really fun. Um, Especially when you're uh, looking back at Matthew Barzell.
1: Oh, uh, Shout out Boston, real quick. Oh, jeez yeah, yeah, Jake Dubrasco's worked out. He scored a lot of yesterday. How about the other two players they picked before Matthew Barzell,
2: uh, Senishin and Zaboral They're both playing for Providence. Just,
1: just imagine. I'm, okay, well you're going there, so I'll go there too. Mm-hmm. Imagine if okay now the Leafs. Well, you want to do fantasy scenarios for no, the 2015 no, no. draft?
2: This is no, no, this is why. Okay, we know who the Leafs picked. Yeah, no, it's nobody's going away from Marner. Yeah. Now that wasn't the word, Arizona. For I mean, I wonder
1: 100. Boston offered the Leafs. There okay. were, there was a How about legitimate... I bring this scenario up to you? Boston wanted the fifth pick. I mean, because the Leafs are not going to trade Boston the fourth pick.
2: No, they already did that. Although Boston would
1: well. Boston would have taken Hannafin. That's who they wanted.
2: Man, Toronto Toronto taking Hannifin. I know, I love Mitch Marner, but no, nah, you know you I gotta think I think Marner he he was definitely not the wrong pick. No, and I think they wanted There's the just, talent. When you're picking that high, it's always a question of yeah. what this guy would have looked like with your team. I, I always say know. it's
1: legit to question the guys you pitch. like.
2: But I, I bring go this... even go even past. I'm sorry, I keep cutting you off. Number eight I in think... that in that first round, Zach Vorensky. Number that's ten. That's who the in Leafs that wanted. same first round. Miko Rotman.
1: didn't the Leafs, if I'm not wrong, didn't the Leafs try to trade down with Columbus, to for that reason.
2: Yes, I think so. There was a rumor about getting... But Columbus Warinski. would have just
1: taken Voronsky at four. That's what well, Yeah, I that's like the guy that. they wanted.
2: Uh, or if I, you want a guy, you're going to take him where you, where you pick. Exactly.
1: It, if he's available. Um, now, the only reason why I bring up the Bruins and the three picks and the Leafs...
2: Ooh, there are some, there the are Leafs, some good uh, good combos here. Would the Leafs have, if Boston and, had offered... And New York got Bavillier in that draft. No. If the, that's if, pretty good.
1: Yeah, now, if you're the Leafs, stop cutting me off. If the Leafs were offered the three picks that Boston had for the fourth pick, are you doing it? Probably. Imagine Mark Hunter
2: being told... That was a good draft.
1: Imagine Mark Hunter being told, we have now given you three first-round picks for the fourth. I probably would have done it as much as Mitch Marner is great. Have the opportunity to pick Barzell. This would have been my picks. Barzell, Shabbat, and there
2: was another player I'm thinking. Besser. You could do.
1: Nah, you know what? I will Let, have me, have let me read out the
2: picks to you after Barzell. Uh, Kyle Connor, Thomas Chabot, Evgeny Svechnikov, uh, Joel Eriksson, Colin White, Elias Samsonov, Besser Konechny, who was really highly touted back yeah, then, but... Roslevic, who is a top prospect now, uh, Noah Juleson, Jacob Larson, Bavillier, Gabriel Carlson, who's come on with Columbus, and, and... Nick Merkley. Was hey, in the first round, you know what?
1: Uh, we haven't seen him yet in the NHL, but Jakob Larson would have been uh, a nice pick too. Yeah, but uh, it, Brandon Carlo was that. also
2: in the NHL. He was taken early in the second. Yep, that was a good pick by Boston.
1: It was Boston. Is now okay? I'm gonna. I'm just gonna just leave on that note and say the least. may have then. I'm not saying the least would have Belize ever been. The Leafs also with that. had
2: another. They had um, Anaheim's first. Yes, at the end of that first round, they traded back and got Dermott yeah evidently which is fine well but they yeah good. they
1: traded into the second round so they traded that pick twice they traded yeah. back
2: once in the second or at least how it we're smart in that that regard yep uh, prospect capital that's exactly yep, what we're um, talking about um because that i'm sorry i keep cutting you off <laughs> that other because they traded back and got two second rounders that second second rounder was jeremy brocco yep so they got Derman and brocco for trading a first round oh, pick. That's I mean, they a also got a, they
1: also got another pick out of that wasn't it they traded. I they had Nielsen. a second round pick. No, Zirkles. Yes. Third round pick. Right. 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 They third traded or, back again. Yeah. The Leafs. Were they, just...
2: they traded back the pick they got with Brocco and got another third, which they took Zir- Zirkles and uh, Nielsen in the third. Yeah. Yeah. With and then they own. also had Timoshov and Kostolov, that looked really good. That draft was probably the best draft they've had in a really long time. Yep yeah. If uh, not ever. I, I yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree with that. That even even though they got Matthews first overall, I mean, 2016 was not their best draft.
1: No. I mean, it's a little early to say, but...
2: maybe took a lot of big bodies.
1: 2015 draft was also a really good Good class. Yep. You have... Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So, I I mean, yeah. Boston had that scenario where they would have offered the Leafs those picks, I probably would have done it. But, I mean, I have no issue with how it ended up, because Boston, I think, wasted two of the three picks. Well, I mean, yeah. Okay. Those two you know, players have a chance, but still so early honestly
2: yeah. Zaboro, I was, mean, it, was they... it
1: was Shirelli still the GM at the time
2: no that was don Sweeney's first draft i'm pretty sure cuz that that was mcdavid uh, that was the mcdavid draft when Shirelli went over to edmonton and he got the first pick <laughs> with mcdavid
1: yeah and we all know how that's working out
2: but um um but yeah i don't know it's just yeah you it's like you said it's too early to tell are they underwhelming picks sure but they're who they wanted. Yeah. I mean, it's you live by the sword, die by the sword.
1: Um, yeah. Okay, I want to bring it back to the team right now, though. And we were talking about the lines. Really got off topic a little bit there, but I um, I think we. That's the beauty of
2: podcasts. You can is. Go on whatever tangent you want.
1: If people are just like, you guys get off topic a lot, I was like, welcome to the podcast world, bud. Yep. Um, the last two games, the Dallas game, offensively, I'm encouraged.
2: Zach, I meant score.
1: Yeah. That, you, did you see the tweet? Were you wasn't it you that posted the tweet in our group. Maybe. That Zach Zach Hyman has more even strength points yep. than Malkin. Yeah, here let me. Let me Crosby. Up. It was. I think
2: it was Ovechkin. Backstrom. Was uh, it Ovechkin? Was Ovechkin in there? Yeah, I, I remember seeing Backstrom. Hold on one sec. Where is I'll it? let you. Po- I'll let you dig that up. Uh, I know I have it here. Just. Kill time. Okay. I'm not looking for.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll kill time. Nah, nah, nah. Yes. No, I'm not.
2: No, because the reason why
1: I say that is because that. But the big thing about having those four lines is now teams have to defend the Leafs for. This was the issue that Leafs fans had with the way Babcock's system or the way the Leafs were playing. The Leafs had four lines. I mean, they had four lines before. It's not like they didn't have lines, but they were. They were too laid back. They well they got a lead, they didn't press. What happened against Dallas is how the Leafs should play. You're oh you're up a couple of goals, a, a goal or two. I think 1-1. it was like three-one.
2: Don't let your foot off the gas. Yeah. Uh, here's the here's the tweet. Zach, Zach Hyman has more five v five points than Malkin, Nicholas Backstrom, Tyler Sagan, wow. Sidney Crosby. Phil Kessel, and Patrick Linea. So, no old edge game, which I so it's that. So, it's not even Matthews versus Linea anymore. It's Ma- Linea versus Hyman. Okay. Mm. I'm kidding. Let's calm <laughs> down a little bit. I have Patrick Line in fantasy. The dude's a stud. Let's yeah calm down.
1: You are the one that, that brought it up. But I'm not, let's, I'm, let's I got be, the reaction. Let's be more.
2: clear. 5v5 points. Zach Hyman, out of that entire list, is last in total points. Because all these guys are dynamite on the power play. Yep. Yeah. So it's we're not saying it's not to say Zach Hyman's a better player. It's just wow, Zach Hyman's having a very good season. Maybe and Zach Hyman is not as offensively inept as people have said he is. He's two points off his career high, which I mean it's only been one year. He had twenty eight points last year. He's twenty six so far, and we're only halfway through the season. Well, yeah, more than halfway fifty fifty two ish games. Yeah, we're not we're not mid season anymore. Yeah, so I because I always think the All Star breaks like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's when engaging.
1: it's when things really start to ramp up in terms of trade rumors and it's
2: it's a great teams time really pushing up. Yeah, it's this where is the fun time of the hockey. Season. This is
1: where you where teams have to establish what team they want to be. Right now, yeah. that Dallas game should be okay. Minus letting like, Macalini have to stop thirty eight shots, thirty eight, thirty nine yeah, shots. Yeah, it's a little rough, but it's people are like oh, but they're not, There were some great a scoring chances.
2: Yeah, that save you made on Ben Point Blank was very good.
1: The Ben uh, one. He was a little deep in his. I neck, think it was Devin Shore. He had a nice yeah. one where he came out of the crease, and really challenged. And it could have gone bad if he had a,
2: I remember he had game. a really nice cross crease save on uh, on Jamie. It was either Ben or Sagan on the power play. They gave up a third period power play, and he made a really nice cross yeah. crease.
1: So I'm, I now I and I told you guys when I saw MacLean in practice, I was like I'm a little worried, but no, he he's been with it, the Leafs. <laughs> A guy who hasn't played in almost a month. I had no issues with that performance, and there's no. no one else should have a problem.
2: And the thing is, everyone, you can call for Calvin Pickard. You can call for Garrett Sparks. He's the it's, they're the injury call-ups of Anderson.
1: Knocked yeah. on wood. Oh my god, I got to find wood. Hold on, I found it.
2: <laughs> uh, I knocked on my head just for anybody. We'll break the fourth wall there. Thank you. No yes. worries. <laughs> I'm a man of the people. Um. Nobody cares. I understand. They're there for injury, like you said. They're there if Anderson gets injured, or if McIlhenny gets injured. Obviously, Pickard came up and played that game in Colorado. Yeah, Ma- it's not. That? It's not pretty, McIlhenny. He's not a. He, he's not. He no. does not make it look easy, and he makes you sweat a little bit. But he's been good. He he's been a backup. He's exactly what you want on your backup. He's got a 9-2-3 save percentage. I'm pretty sure this year. I think in the last his last
1: four starts, it's like over nine. You'd, you'd think
2: he'd had like an eight six zero the way Leafs fans talk about him. Yeah, like an unfathomably bad. It's because it's because nobody thinks Babcock. It's because it's because shiny things down in the AHL, but you're stuck with McIlhenny. I think it's a lot of people who watch the Marlies and see all the stats from the Marlies goalies and like. Well, why isn't they why aren't they Calvin, I mean what's the point for good of reason play? Calvin Calvin Pickard's the backup goalie in the AHL he's got a 93 save percentage that's well, what, absurd well what's
1: the point of playing a backup goalie like those two with those with that potential I think McElhinney There's, may play 10 games this season Mac,
2: McElhinney played for the first time in 15 games I don't want tonight, a young player in sitting excuse like me that. yesterday First time in fifteen games. You want Sparks or Pickard sitting behind Frederick Anderson for a month and a half, waiting for a chance? I hoping a back to back. I'm actually hoping
1: that a team calls the Leafs and say, "What do you want for one of them?" Pickard is the obvious one that most teams will want. Yeah, you get more.
2: Sparks isn't bad though. Yeah. Somebody, I think somebody take a waiver on the. I don't think he's the AHL leader in save percentage anymore. I think. Oh, is it Thatcher Demko? I'd like to say uh, has just a tad bit better than him for good reason Thatcher Demko's a stud
1: he was also yeah highly ranked uh, goalie prospect He's when first round pick victim.
2: so yeah so yeah I mean if teams are I mean you want to bring it back to teams that need help the Philadelphia Flyers seem to always need goaltending the help the Islanders would the Islanders need goaltending help if I'm, if I'm the Leafs and the Islanders are calling
1: what what uh, prospects do you got
2: yeah Sure.
1: Even if it, or well, I mean, you know what? This is the issue. Yeah, you're going to trade a goalie out. I'm looking at also teams that may have some contract space because leaves do give not us, give us have that a kid. No, they don't want him. Yeah, but not
2: many teams want a guy who apparently is a bit of a work, a piece of work. Yeah, you know who was also a piece of work? That 2017 30 goal scorer
1: Nazem Kadri. No, CEO not of, not on the Josh Rosen level, but. Yeah, I know. He was
2: treated the exact same by the media though, saying like he's a problem. Yeah. But I also love the people made such a big deal of him wearing sixty six. That was awesome. That was great. And I put I put it a stat. It was like fourteen people in the league are wearing four and nobody gets up in arms about Bobby Orr.
1: Exactly. Good point. Um, all right. The Leafs are I I think the Leafs if they can like Bo- Can Boston continue to play the way they're playing? I don't think so. I think at some point they're going to come to earth a little bit because yeah. I think there's some guys... I think Boston is on a run right now that the Leafs were kind of on... At the be- especially at the beginning of the season. I think some guys are not going to be able to keep it up. Yeah. So, if you're a Leafs fan, you are hoping that Boston cools down at the playoff time like yeah. the Leafs kind of did. Yep. And... Look, Tampa is a well-oiled machine. Boston's only a couple points behind Tampa now. That's the one thing you better hope Tampa the doesn't worst case scenario. go down.
2: Victor Hedman's out for an extended period.
1: He's out, but Vasilevsky is still. Sergeyev's
2: out really as well. Good. I'm pretty
1: sure. Or no, he he's was. A, he's a healthy
2: a scratch. How do you healthy scratch? Because you know what the he the guy's outscoring the forward he was traded for.
1: But he also has not scored a lot since uh, oh. December. He's been on a bit of a, of a send rookie him down wall to right
2: Syracuse. now. Do something with him. Don't sit him. The guy's, yeah. the guy's probably... This is John is not the, giving him a... He's the best defensive prospect in hockey right
1: now. But what other message you also said him Before comes
2: in, obviously, but...
1: Is it worse to healthy scratch
2: a guy like that or sending him to the AHL? I think... Well, they can't... I don't think they can send him to the AHL. I think he's too young. He's on that in-between where he has to either go back down or... I don't think so. No? That'd be good he was drafted he was drafted in twenty sixteen, the Matthews draft. He Ninth was overall. Uh,
1: I'm I'm not sure now. you made me I don't I don't know how that works. There's like there's a certain all... age where you either have he's to stick or go back. If he follows the international rules for
2: prospects. Mm, right. Or if he follows the uh... I don't know. That'd be interesting to look into. Regardless, he should be playing for the Lightning, and especially not with not, not not the, not not Toronto. Not, I I suggested I on Twitter that he should be going to the All Star game as a replacement for Hedman because well, no, as okay. good as Braden Point has been, that's dumb because uh, now you're short defenseman uh, okay, at the All Star okay, game. Okay,
1: now this is I thought I thought at first it was dumb, but Braden Point has been pretty good. No, I'm I, this has is even All Star worthy.
2: No, but nothing at all to do. Braden Point is an exceptionally good player, and his story is great. Well, he's
1: a good player. I wouldn't say like over the top. Good, he, but
2: again, hitting late on your picks. He was what a fifth or sixth rounder or something. No, no I, hold on, not that much. I think was, I think he was like, like a fourth round.
1: I think it was third or fourth
2: round because I, I just remember him
1: scoring those twenty goals in like a very short span. I'm like, is this guy like a former first round? No, of course he's not yeah. a first round because, the the Lightning always find these guys.
2: Um, they found uh, what was it Matthew Joseph played for Canada he was a fourth rounder I believe mm-hmm. he's a pretty good player Taylor Radish he was a second rounder I mean that's not exactly yeah. Boris Kachuk <laughs> Kachuk yep. that that name tripped me out so much when, when US played Canada that was a little weird yeah mm, yeah I'm, I'm completely wrong on this draft pick third round pick I, I 79th overall yeah so that's still impressive um
1: this is my. Th- I don't want to spend a lot of time talking about Braden Point, but yeah. No, I'm not bashing he, Braden
2: Point. He's a very good hockey player. The,
1: it seems like the rule is if you're taking if a player is injured or not playing for that team, you take another player from that team. Yeah. Sergachev. That's what I'm saying. I'm not. I mean, would probably wouldn't have sent Sergachev. I probably would have taken Point because. But I wouldn't
2: have sent another defenseman from the Lightning. Honestly, I wouldn't have sent Strowman. I wouldn't have sent. Uh, Coburn, is he still on the team? Coburn is on the team. Uh, Girardi's on the right. team. So. Girardi and Jason Garrison is not. He's
1: in Vegas. No, he's in Vegas. He just got called up by Vegas. Actually, gonna play. I didn't know he got sent down. <laughs> yeah, he got wow. sent down at the beginning that of the season. A,
2: that is a. They have like nine defensemen. They, there's a long, You think the Leafs have a rotation?
1: <laughs> yeah, but uh, the Vegas has known how knows how to make uh, gold out of. Scrap.
2: I I think (laughs) I I sent you the video clip of what's-his-name, the defenseman the other night that scored that (laughs) part. That is the cleanest bar-down shot I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Oh, my God.
1: Okay. So, the Leafs are in a situation. I think the Leafs are in a good situation because I think second place is the goal. I mean, I don't think think the playoffs are their goal, ultimately. But second place would be an ideal place for them to want to be. Because you get the home ice advantage, and it's going to be Boston. I, I don't
2: see Tampa. <laughs> uh. I don't. Yeah. Okay. Victor Hedman's out. That the, the guy that commented on my article saying the Leafs are going to pick below twenty in the draft. If they get the Lightning, pff, yeah, they're picking below twenty. Yeah. That's I, going to I, be that's going to be quick.
1: that will also be a fantastic quick and painless series.
2: Oh, yeah, absolutely. Now, the Leafs seem to play really well in Tampa Bay for whatever reason. Yeah, I think uh, players
1: like playing in Tampa. Yeah, well,
2: could be that. It's a it's a beautiful stadium. I've been to uh, what is it called, Amelie? Emily Arena. It was back when it was the Sun Times or whatever. We we, we tried to go when we were in Florida. Yeah, didn't, that work, didn't out. work out. It's a it's a beautiful rink. They have um like a Tesla coil on the roof, which is really cool. They set it off and it makes like lightning bolts. Yeah. it's, it's really cool. The experience
1: is crazy. Yeah, they've done a good job after they couldn't get people in the state. Should stands. give some
2: pointers to Florida.
1: Yeah, just Yikes. play just get I don't. Know. But it's they're a little the Tampa market's a little different they're than literally There's – sun kind of gives seats away. Sunrise Florida is a little different than yeah. Tampa that's the oh, thing. Yeah. Um all right, the Leafs I, I would like to think that they're in a good spot because players that need to be playing better like Martin Nylander, are coming out of their runt and Kadri. And Kadri yeah, I think Kadri. Awesome. You know as much Ooh. I think I needed, that makes a lot more sense now because I think as much as people are talking about Marner and Nylander, the centers are what should be driving the
2: line a little bit more. I, yeah. I, I'm Bozak not big, hasn't been good. Bozak is... I mean, I'm sorry, Tyler Bozak's been a bit of a lightning rod for my criticism when we talk because JBR hasn't been as good either, though. It's, it's A I, lot of people I've I've saying... I've noticed like,
1: how, how much they try to cheat. Like, JVR, I, I think if you look at all of his goals, they're pretty much all the same.
2: Yep. No, he's... That's he's the thing. really good at doing that thing. He's I'm not, probably wanna... the best in the league at standing in front of the net and tipping pucks in and... Getting him out hands of Hands in or close whatever. and... Yeah. Anything in close, he's getting it in. But... People... The thing is, you're not paying a guy $6 million a year to do to stand in front of the net. No. I... Uh, I keep bringing up Edmonton. They're doing that with Milan Lucic. He's a leader, of course. I don't think James Van Riemsdyk brings those same qualities. know uh, what James Van? Riemsdijk, I don't think he's as much of a voice in the room as Lucic is in Edmonton. No, but but James and obviously Van Lucic is much bigger and much more physical. Van Riemsdyk isn't
1: a quiet guy either. Like we no, no, we no. we talked to him, and no, he's he's actually if you if you want to talk to a guy that's a little bit of a higher echelon on the Leafs in terms of production, he's probably the guy. He's actually yeah. not bad
2: at the interview. Um, he's not bad. Uh, Connor Carrick isn't bad. Well, I, again, I, I I I harp on Bozak a bit, but I talked to him in a scrum, and he was very approachable. Very yeah, nice guy.
1: He's he's a leader. Yeah, That's the reason why Bozak's a voice in the room. These got... in well. Komarov. these guys are Komarov,
2: Everybody loves him in the room. Yeah.
1: Now, okay,
2: he wasn't he, even being scrummed the one day we were there, and he was like making the... Shooting the wind with reporters
1: and yeah, so you know what? Shooting the breeze. Yeah. Excuse me, okay. the
2: wind. Words. Okay.
1: Um. Yeah. So you people are gonna wonder what their status is. Let them. Let let her write out. If if a, a good offer comes in for JVR, you know what? Sure, because yeah. they need room. They they're gonna need room for Kapanen. I think Andreas Johnson should be playing for the Leafs right now. Yeah. Um, I think a guy like Dermot should stick with the Leafs when the time Absolutely. is right. This was actually the last. I think this is where I want to kind of end things because you're going to write about some of this too. Yes. Zaitsev comes back. Yep. Where and, is he playing? Oh, see. What's your call? Oh, and I and I guarantee mine's going to be different than
2: yours. If you asked me a week ago, I'd yeah. say he's back with Gardner and everything goes back to the way it was, but. Something about there's something about Ron Hanzy. There's something about that old man. So you're you're
1: you're actually agreeing with what I was going to oh. go with. You know what it is about Ron Hanzy. Again, you go to practice, you see now that that game against the Senators, where he's ordering, not ordering, he's telling Dermot what to do. Yep. You go to practice. He is probably the most vocal player on the ice. Yep.
2: That makes sense.
1: He is he he brings it, so I think he he kind of understands what his role is with a guy like Gardner. Well, I don't think Zaitsev
2: is able Zaitsev to still do trying it. to find himself. in yep. the league. He's remember this. He's only what a year and a half into his career in the NHL, regardless of how many years he's played in Russia. It's a different game. Yeah. So. Um,
1: yeah, so I, I guess you're, you're kind of on the agreement with me that you try to give Gardner and Zaitsev back together again. No. I mean, sorry, not Gardner, Riley. Why
2: No. <laughs> no that is not what I'm going for. If I'm for. the Leafs. I mean, look at look at Gardner over the last five games. He's got nine assists. Yeah. It's a couple, I mean, there's two, three assists.
1: I also didn't like how he looked on that, that, uh, that second goal.
2: I mean, regardless, I, I, I there was been, people on Twitter today saying like, Jake Gardner, he he had a three point game last night, and he still angers me. Was what a lot yeah. of people were saying, and it's like, yeah, but you, you, know, take, you take the good with you, the bad. You need if, if you're gonna make a play
1: like that or get get beat on a play like that, you better have two, an extra play to make up for it. And He did, so I'm yep. I'm okay with that. Yeah, you better come back and be ready. I'm I'm just worried. I've seen that play before from him. I I can't find the play, and I look forever for it. Yeah, yeah. You it can't was... find the play because it
2: happens every game. It's Jake Gardner. No, 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 no,
1: This happened years... I'm talking FNUF era Leafs. Mm, okay, lovely. so this was years ago. And this was before the Boston uh, disaster. That's really I think it was just before now. the Boston disaster. It was, you think, a year or two before that. Jake Gardner was in the Leafs zone. I don't, and he. I think FNUF was... Him and FNUF were paired together. That's how long ago this was. Uh, it, this... This memory has just been so entrenched in my brain that it hurts when I think about it because I, I rehashed that when I saw this play last night. Yeah. If any of you listening remember this play and are able to comment and let me know when it came, I will personally give you the biggest shout-out in the world. Um, but Hamilton, Dougie Hamilton was still on the Bruins. He's He went after Gardner behind the net. Plastered him against the boards, stole the puck off of him, feeds. I think it was Patrice Bergeron. I think it was Bergeron or Luch. I'm pretty sure it was Bergeron because it would be Bergeron. And he beat again. I think it was Reimer at the time. Yeah, or, it would have been.
2: That uh, was a goal. That was before Bernier.
1: And I looked at and I was like, "That was the softest play." I mean, yeah, Hamilton's a big boy, but you can you as a as a guy as a defenseman. There's ways to play it. And Gardner had a similar play happen to him, this almost exact same, where he got out oh, muscle for the pie. You know what his problem is sometimes is he's waiting too long to make a play.
2: Yeah. NHL, waiting for the
1: split thing. second. Got to get that play up. Though A lot of those, I think it was the Austin Matthews goal at home. No, sorry, not Austin Matthews. There was a stretch pass he made Maybe it wasn't an awesome match like he passed it up to Hyman. And I think Hyman passed it to Matthews. That's yeah, the play.
2: That's ringing a bell.
1: Yeah. It was against Ottawa. It was the goal Matthews scored against Ottawa. In Ottawa. Jake Gardner passed it up, stretch oh, pass to yes, Hyman. Is... He's really good at making those plays. He didn't have a lot of pressure on him though. The the gate the book on Gardner's if you give him if you pressure him, and he will make he'll, he'll he, won't, he, he won't he won't make puck. the right play. So, I'm just, that's where I'm worried about with him. Gainsey will probably settle him down a bit. You see, and he, he'll well, give him a He'll give him some lip at the same time, too. The one
2: thing that bothers me about Gardner, and I'm sure I brought it up on this podcast before, is Jake Gardner, when he wants to be, can be the fastest skater on the ice. He's such a good skater. He knows he's one of the best skaters on the Leafs. And fans should know he's and one of the best skaters on the Leafs. Dermot, I think. Dermot's is very sport. good. Very very fast.
1: Captain is the best skater on the I'm team. I'm just
2: in. Right well, oh
1: yeah. Him and Nylander are
2: one of. When he wants to be, he can be. I'm just disagreeing so with anybody
1: you put up right now because. Just fair. I get to cut you off for a change. Go mm, ahead.
2: Um, the thing I don't like about him is he seems to invite contact. Yeah. So he'll he'll be chasing a puck into the corner, and instead of going in and edging around the net and uh, wheeling the puck. He'll he'll let a defender like he'll he'll slow up and let a defender get right onto his back, yeah. And then have that defender like softly ride him into the boards, and then he'll turn the puck over. Like those are the plays he has to eliminate from his game because those are four checkers are too good. Yeah, they're not just looking to run you headfirst into the boards anymore. They're looking for the puck. They don't care about what happens to you as long as their puck's on their stick and they have a chance to score. Yeah, that's what today's NHL is. Nobody's looking to just take your head off. Well, exactly. some people are. let's not say everybody isn't.
1: So, you're you're on the line that Hanzy maybe should stay with Gardner.
2: Well, I think I think Morgan Riley's got that got that confidence to his game right now. I don't think Jake Gardner has. I think the
1: benefit too is that they're kind of both going through rehab and yep. maybe you give Gardner Riley a little time to and Riley, Riley and Zeitz
2: have had rough patches last year, but they're not they're I, not a liability.
1: But I also kind of think Babcock's going to try to just keep the chemistry. Because it's really, at the same time, it's kind of hard to uh, tell Riley and Zeiss of, yeah, you two are going to be a partner now. That puts a lot of pressure on them.
2: No, but you want your entire unit to be good. Excuse yeah. me. Uh, if if it's just Riley and Hainsey going, you're in trouble.
1: It is. Yep, I I agree. So uh, that's that probably should be the biggest storyline post All Star break when they get back. Yeah,
2: I, I'd like to see it. I mean, if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. You go back and you know Riley and Hanzy are good together,
1: no problem. And you you're fixed. You know what? Then my what I would then like to see. Again, I don't know if it's gonna happen. Dermot and Zaitsev. Yeah. Carrick, Put Dermot was some Carrick and Gardner.
2: Yeah, and that 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 pairings worked in the past. Carrick and Gardner. It has. Hey, it's not a, it's not a shutdown pair but it's definitely not a liability at again. the same
1: time the rotation would then be Carrick Polak. I hate that word <laughs> um, I, Shut up. but it looks also I mean this is going to be our closing note Andres Borman kind of seems like the odd man out right now mm. which
2: we're forgetting one individual I'm Sorry, just... two individuals cuz Martin Munchen isn't completely out of the picture yet No he's gone He's done. No.
1: Uh, he's he's not coming back anymore. No. We're he's one a...
2: injury away from seeing first pair of Martin Marinchin again. No, we're not. Marinchin Hansey first pair.
1: He's the Balcock has let's, closed let's the just, buck.
2: Let's just see what Hainsey can do. Let's see how magical he truly is. Bring Marinchin up and see if he can turn him into a half decent defenseman.
1: He can't. Nope. <laughs> not even Haynes can Stop do it. Stop it. Um that if I'm if I'm looking at storylines post all star break, that blue line. Continues to kind of need, it needs work. It definitely needs work, but they have they. I and I think again, I'm gonna bring Steve's name into this. Maybe they have the ingredients. Maybe just yep. the what the, how they're working together it needs to be better.
2: I think the one thing you can't do is make a knee jerk reaction and decide this. I know the the exciting thing is to look at all the names on the drop that are available right now. I don't think Branson's not a sexy name. But There's have, not. I. I'm you a, have,
1: You look. They're not very good. I
2: know. There's nothing that. Nothing that's me. going to make it worthwhile to just say let's let's say. send Dermot down to bring Jack Johnson or Mike Green in. It's like no, I'm good. No, I'd I, rather just let Dermot develop on the end. You and
1: I were team. watching that Dermot video from Hockey Central last night, where he picks like Patrick Sharp, goes on his shoulders and he lifts him up. He may be small, er. But he's got strength.
2: He can move the puck, and he's got. it Doesn't really show. He has as that much. confidence too. He's, he's also not afraid of anybody. He'll he'll and he no stand, run India.
1: And he stands out, stands players up at the blue I line. I think
2: I think him being friends with Andrew Nielsen sort of helped that a bit because Andrew Nielsen has that mean streak. Yeah, Nielsen, and it gives him a little bit more of an edge because they are best friends down there. They are. Did <laughs> you did you see the clip when Derby came up when Nielsen had to do their handshake by himself?
1: Yeah, poor guy. Oh, poor Andrew. He'll, feel, he'll get his time. Uh,
2: maybe not this year, but soon.
1: This log, the, the Leafs have too many defensemen that are. You need a guy like Dermot and Lollgren to eventually take the defense. And
2: Emily Raskin, I Emily. butchered his name. Emily, Emily. Yeah, Raskin. I, I just tried. I tried to say it quick, again, so. but
1: you said the prospect cabinet is not great. I I think you give it time. It's, it's these guys bad. are gonna bring it's it just... bring it up. It's gonna it's gonna get. You're going to see... Look, the Marleys are a good team with young players yeah. because they're decent prospects. Um, it didn't get to.
2: Well, I'm not, I'm not saying any of these defensemen are bums. Yeah. They're just... Big-body defensemen tend not to get as much hype as mobile... Yeah. Def- uh, a guy like Emilia and. If he's
1: he needs, but he's also in a, a bit of a rut right now. Yeah. Ever since the World Junior stuff, but yeah, he's admit was... he's also admit that there's been all... he's his he's been playing a lot of hockey, and I think it's just getting to him a little bit. So yeah. give him time.
2: I like him. He's he's got a lot of got potential. Right-handed shot, big body, six seven.
1: Yeah. Uh, on that note, that's where I think it's going to be good to end because again, we're there's going to be a lot of this discussion when we post these. Uh, Articles on the website. There's a lot to look forward to with the Leafs. Hopefully, with with the injuries on the blue line, when they get back, it gets better, which I I hope it does. And then, uh, yeah, you just you hope you just got to see what Babcock's willing to do with his lines. I think right now it's hard to change them, so I there's there's optimism there. So please. Uh, Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. You can also find it on Block Talk Radio, who wonderfully sponsors us. We uh, can't thank them enough. And then uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Tip of the Tower. Look up Austin's uh, draft rankings. He will tweet tweet them out.
2: I've actually gained some more followers since we made the point that I haven't been gaining followers. Oh, that's good. Since we started complaining, I don't know if it has anything to do with it, but thank you
1: underscore austin owens on twitter you can find myself uh d underscore morisuti two s's two t's
2: please and if you do see a richard lee sam let him let him know we're looking for him
1: (laughs) yeah uh we will we'll be
2: putting posters up on your street corner so just be just be aware
1: yeah so uh next podcast we got hopefully a couple of guests ready lined up to talk uh, a little Blue Jays and a little Raptors we got, We've got we been neglecting them a little bit But the Leafs are really the only I mean the Raptors are playing well So I can't, except for the loss we, no, as We're yeah. recording this The Raptors lost just to lost the, to Utah <laughs> The Utah Jazz Yikes. which They were, were not good from three Donovan
2: Mitchell, go team
1: So uh, we will discuss the Raptors We'll discuss the Blue Jays We'll still have some Leaf stuff in there as well uh, It'll be more of a, a trio uh, Sports team podcast
2: and a little lacrosse. Yeah. We will hopefully get to talk a little bit of lacrosse, and we'll try and keep it as general as possible, so uh, you can learn some stuff, because I know lacrosse and isn't exactly a mainstream maybe, thing.
1: maybe there will be a good time for me to talk a little CFL, because I also have an issue, a, a bone to pick. We, we should just do like a
2: neglected sports podcast for we one, should. one episode. Hey,
1: you know what? We will the have The XFL
2: an... just came out. Mm.
1: We have, we, we, we'll, we'll, we got all, two, we got two years to talk I think, about that, though. I think the plan will be we'll do two separate podcasts for that. For maybe if we have time next week to do two separate podcasts, we will do it. Uh, thank you again. Please make sure you subscribe to all of our channels. Uh, follow us on social media. If you have any comments, uh, please comment. We want to know.
2: I read them with a box of tissues. <laughs> Heed my warning. Yeah. Uh, we can make this better for you. if you, Eventually,
1: if we get if, enough readers... If I'm not doing it for you, you can tell them to fire me. That's fine. I, I don't even know how to respond to that. Um, <laughs> they never do. At the same time, hey, eventually we want to have uh, people on the podcast as guests. We would love to give you... This is, again, we're the fans at a network. We want to give the why, fans their voice. We do that one
2: time? We'll have um, maybe if... Not call-ins, but if people want to record messages and... Send them in. We can try and expand that way. Well, we gotta. People have to uh, show that they want to do it too. Yeah.
1: As harsh as that might sound, if we if nobody Somebody love me, I don't want to say. All right, send everything in, and I'm just looking at an empty. <laughs> we get one question. It's from my mother. Wow, that's really depressing.
2: Awkward silence.
1: All right, thank you guys. Uh, enjoy the NHL Ulster Game weekend, or however you decide to fill the void of probably not watching NHL circuit weekend because some people might not enjoy the your weekend and we'll see you again next week.
0: This is the story of the one as a maintenance engineer. He hears things differently to the untrained ear. Everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done